Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Han Talks First. I'm your host, Han, and this is a Star Wars podcast. It is day two of Celebration. It just ended. I literally just walked in the door and quickly set up my computer and all this stuff because obviously I'm home. I'm done with the hotel. I'm still going to Star Wars Celebration day three and four. I just had to come home to do some other stuff. But hey, we're here to talk about what happened at the event today. Tons of great stuff. And I am really happy if any of you are joining us tonight uh, live. So thanks for thanks for being here. Look, Celebration Day 2 was a lot better than Day 1. I'm going to share some of my thoughts. I went to two major panels today. I went to the first screening, the Light and Magic panel, which was fantastic. Uh, Lawrence Kazan was there remotely. John Knoll, uh, some other big wigs at Lucasfilm. And then later on in the, in the day, in the afternoon... I went to the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones panel, and this was the highlight of the trip so far for me. This was a great panel, and it was so much fun. I'll share with you some clips and other things like that. And if you could see behind me, I have yet another Star Wars Celebration mystery box, which I will do an unboxing live right here on the show. And on top of that, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, yes. Important. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, the video game, released a new trailer today. They did it while I was in some of the panels, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. So I thought it would be actually kind of fun if we did it live on the air and I could do it with you guys and we could talk about it there. Um, Other than that, you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to talk about a bunch of great things. I'm probably going to keep it short because like yesterday, I'm, I'm really tired. It was a long day, a lot of standing, and I still have a lot to do, so... Kick back, relax, enjoy, and let's get started. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. So yes, where do we begin? So like I said, I started out my day with the Light and Magic panel, which uh, for those of you that don't know, it was an exclusive look at the new documentary coming out soon to Disney+. Plus. We got pretty good seats. We were right up in the front or as close to the front as we could get without, you know, the VIP memberships and stuff like that. And honestly, didn't know what to expect. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan, the director of Light and Magic, was on a Zoom call at the conference. And then joining him on the panel were people that have been with ILM for over 50 years. Um, The people that kind of started it from the ground up. And we learned a lot about how they began what the operations were like at Light and Magic with um, with George there and without George there because it was two completely different environments. We also got to meet the project manager of Light and Magic. She gave a speech and said some things which were really cool as well. Um, and like I said, Lawrence Kasdan was there as well. And it was so cool to see him. It was pretty funny. At one point during the the, the press conference, the moderator had asked Lawrence Kasdan a question directly and then they pulled him up on screen and he started talking and he was muted and he didn't realize he was muted he's just a silly old man and <laughs> it was it was funny it was, I guess it was kind of an in the moment thing now that I'm talking about it it really doesn't make much sense but hey it was a good time it was a great panel you know the people that were up on the stage were legends legends in the industry not just for Star Wars but they've They've reshaped the film industry multiple times, you know, once in the 70s and 80s with visual effects and editing. And then again in the late 90s, early 2000s with things like um, computer generated effects. And 
pushing the boundaries of technology and film. And it was so great to hear from them. And we got to see a bunch of exclusive footage of the documentary that's going to be shown on Disney+. Plus. I don't remember if they said when it was coming out, but I imagine it's coming out this year. And so we'll see what happens with that. So it was really good. I hope they release some of that footage soon because it looks like it's going to be a really great documentary. It's higher class than the the shows like um, the gallery series on Disney Plus with things like The Mandalorian and whatever. This is an official like documentary series. And it's actually been in development for a really long time. Lawrence Kasdan helped write it. And of course, he conducts the interviews and he is the director, which is which is even better because he's really close with all these people. And it's going to be a good time. I can't wait. So after the Light and Magic panel ended, the announcer of the house came out and he said, yo, if you guys want to stay in the auditorium, you can stay until the next until the next panel starts. Or you can leave and try your chances of getting back in later. And the people I was with at the time, we decided we're going to stay now because it's so hard to get in that room because everyone's trying to get in that room, you know? And so we stayed and we stayed, we sat in the auditorium for an hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) That's how dedicated we were to seeing this attack of the clones uh, screening. And again, this was the highlight of the show for me. So as we're sitting there, we got to meet a tons of great people in the auditorium, like next to us on the seats and stuff. Um, actually, some of them were passing out some stuff. And I got a bunch of stickers from one of the women seat- seated next to me. They were, I-, I guess they made some of these or their daughters made it and stuff like that. Uh, you can see the rebel patch here, kind of a glittery pink. There's some other ones in here too, which I won't show. And then they also said that the other woman, a different woman, she, her daughters made Star Wars soap, handmade. And if you're watching the video, you can see this is a stormtrooper, and it's an orange-scented stormtrooper bar of soap. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, was, I haven't seen anything like that at a Star Wars convention before, so it made me pretty excited. So I'm excited to try it out. Uh, it, I mean, anything that's Star Wars is just excellent. So the people were great. The people were wonderful. I had so much fun getting to meet everybody. I passed out tons of stickers and who knows, maybe some of you I met today are going to watch this on the playback later. And hey, thanks for thanks for subscribing. If you did, I really appreciate that. And just going back to, you know, I'm at celebration all week. I'm actually doing a giveaway. So if you run into me at any point during celebration, just let me know that you have subscribed to my channel or my podcast or whatever. And that gives you a chance at winning a pair of Star Wars Pozu high top sneakers. Really high quality. It's the Empire design and they're really great. I, I am legitimately giving these out. I'm I'm not just screwing around with people. <laughs> I have them in my car ready to go to the first person who wins. So something to look forward to. Um, now, before I get into actually talking about the 20th anniversary uh, Star Wars Attack of the Clones panel, as you can see behind me, I have another mystery box. So what I want to do again today, just like we did yesterday, is open this live and see what's inside. For those of you that 
didn't watch yesterday or don't know what this is. This is a Star Wars Celebration mystery swag box. So I have no idea what's in this. And it's supposed to be valued at $120. So, I mean, we'll see. So let's let's find out what's inside this bad boy. Ah! And honestly, I wasn't I wasn't going to get another... Let me see. Maybe if I put it right here, then you guys can see. I wasn't going to get another one, but honestly, going through the one I did yesterday was so much fun that... And I actually I believed it was really worth the money I spent on it. I decided I would go ahead and get another one. All right. So the first thing we have here, right on top, uh, looks like a Funko. It's not a Funko. It's I actually got this yesterday. It's a BB9E plushie uh, by Super Bits. Okay, cool. I got another one. Maybe I'll give it to my girlfriend. Okay. And another thing we have here is. Another uh, Dio droid. I have two of those now, too. I'm starting to get a little scared that maybe it's the same exact stuff. But they said each one was, no, this is different. <gasps> I got a Star Wars geeky tiki. Okay, let's find out which one this is. Okay, so I don't know if any of you knows what these are. But the tikis, the Star Wars tiki cups are really popular this year. I, I don't understand. I've never really been into it, but... Nice. I got a Chewbacca Wookiee Geeky Tiki. Cool. I think I have like three of these. Not not the Wookiee one, but in general, like Star Wars Tikis. So cool. Now I got another. Okay. Next up in the box is... Okay. I pulled out two things. Okay, cool. Another a pin. Uh, this is a different one, though. This one is Do or Do Not, a Yoda pin. From the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. And then the... Oh! Totally just dropped the box on the floor. Okay, so another thing I got was another keychain, but this one is the Razor Crest. Uh, oh, no, it's not. Oh, it's Slave One. What? Okay, look at this, guys. This is actually pretty interesting. The packaging says Slave One. You see yeah. that? Which means that this was licensed before they decided to change the name. It actually looks pretty high quality, too. I really like this. Cool. Another keychain. Um, if you guys saw it yesterday, I also got some other pins and keychains, too. So, oh, look at that. Look, what is this? Oh, my God. It's a Porg desk lamp. I think it's the kind where you slap it and it turns on. Which is pretty... Fr Wait. And of course, the button doesn't work on it. All right, let's see. One, one more thing here. Another keychain. And it is a, a coin purse, BB-8. And it has... It feels like a cloth. And it, see, it has like a zipper on the back too. Like for... Oh, maybe it's... Oh, a literal key holder keychain keys you put your keys in there interesting okay cool that's different so i totally think yesterday's mystery box was way way better than this one so i'm probably not going to do a mystery box tomorrow <laughs> um yesterday the the best thing was a darth vader um succulent plant 
which was really cool. Um, I was kind of hoping I would get something similar to that today, but oh well, can't always get you what you want. But hey, I still got some other cool stuff. I mean, the geeky tiki is pretty cool. So yeah, that is my mystery box unwrapping. Sorry, it's kind of anticlimactic. And tonight I'm going to open up that poster I got yesterday and frame it in my home so I can show you guys what it actually looks like. I can show it to you tonight on Instagram and tomorrow on the show or something like that. So stick around for that. Okay, so let's get back to talking about celebration. And I do see some of you are joining us in the chat here. So hey, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, Merck, good to see you, buddy. And Sith Care Bear, what's up, man? So good to see you again, too. Um, Merc, I, I haven't looked at what you said yet, but I, I can only imagine you're going to ask me about uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2, and I'm going to react to it in a couple minutes, so just bear with me. Um, but let's talk about the Attack of the Clones panel that went down. So, like I said, we were waiting an hour and 45 minutes for this to open up, and when it finally got ready to start, they brought out the chairs, and they put seven chairs on the stage. And immediately that had us guessing okay who's going to be at the panel because they they don't announce who's going to be at the panel so we were like oh what if natalie portman shows up and another person was like what if george lucas shows up and we all were just like if george lucas shows up the floor is going to be really really wet <laughs> um and then we started speculating well what if it's a what if kathleen kennedy what if um john noel we just kept going and we had no idea who was going to be there Later, one of our friends who was who was at Ashley Eckstein's booth on the other side of the um, uh, general hall, he was saying that she said that she was going to host the panel. So we knew that was one of the seats. So Ashley Eckstein came out. She moderated. She brought out the guests. And honestly, it was like nobody we guessed. Look, Anthony Daniels was there. That was great. And then John Knoll, I guess, I guess that one. John Knoll was there. Doug Chang, who I, he's doing a Q&A tomorrow. I cannot wait to go to that. And then there was, oh, Tamara Morrison and Daniel Logan. And um, one other guy who worked on sound. I can't remember his name, but that was the panel. And we were all kind of like, oh, no Ewan, no Hayden. At the Attack of the Clones panel, you're not going to have Obi-Wan and Anakin there. I was really disappointed. But then, at a certain point, Ashley Eckstein mentioned, Hayden and Ewan are just so great, you know? We really wish they could be here today. So why don't we bring them out? And then they came out from the side of the curtain, and they brought out two chairs, and then they joined for the second half of the panel, and it blew everybody away like the crowd was going absolutely nuts and here is how that played out in in person i took some video so here's what happened when when they came out on stage
So it was, it was, it was just wonderful. I, I, it made it so much more worth it. And then they talked about their, their time with George Lucas. They talked about the fights on in attack of the clones and so many other great things. They talked about their brotherhood. Um, and they, they just, they took the whole stage by storm and it was, it, it made, it made it so that that was the best event of this whole week so far. That was my favorite part of celebration so far was seeing them. Now, I was really sad George Lucas wasn't there, obviously. And one reason I thought he was actually going to be there was because George Lucas was at the 20th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. So I thought he would be here. But I think the reason was due to the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. So what he actually did was he phoned in and he gave a little message to everybody. And I got that on video too, at least part of it. So here's that video. This is an important movie for me because it was the first film ever shot digitally. It was a big fight to get here. But at the same time, once we got the film made, now everybody's doing it digitally. And I hope you all have fun. (laughs) I really wish he was there, but it was just as good to see his face on screen. I really hope one of these days I get to meet him or be in the same room and graced by his presence around me. He's just he's such an imaginative guy, such a genius. And the whole time for both of the panels, Light and Magic and Attack of the Clones, they were just singing praises of George Lucas and talking about how amazing he is, how much he did for everybody and how great of a guy he is. And it just it makes me want to meet him even more. I, I He's my idol. He's he's the guy, you know. Um so look, they talked about a bunch of stuff at the panel, Ewan and Hayden. I'm actually going to upload clips of that uh, periodically throughout the next couple of days. I, I videoed the whole thing and I've uploaded one of them now. And it was actually, I uploaded a video of Ewan McGregor telling a story about a fart incident that happened on the set of Attack of the Clones. A terrible fart incident, to quote him correctly. Um but so you could watch that now if you want to or uh, check it out later. It's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, seeing these guys together is just amazing. And of course, this was right after the premiere of the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which, by the way, everyone I talked to today loved it. I didn't hear anybody say meh or it's all right. Everyone was absolutely going nuts for it, myself included. I The show... Granted, we've only seen the first two episodes, but I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is the best first two episodes of anything Star Wars has put out on television. I really do. I think it's incredible. And I just, I cannot, it's kind of sad because next week is episode three, which also means next week we're halfway through the show already. How sad is that? Um, but I also did a review of my Obi-Wan Kenobi part one and two reaction. It's linked down in the description or you can check it out on the podcast too. It's only like 13 minutes long, but I give you all my thoughts and I pretty much just, you know, talk about how much I love it nonstop over and over and over for 13 minutes. But hey, I give some detail. I give some detail there too. Now, the one thing that I missed today or yesterday was Ian McDermott, his his panel. It's so busy at celebration. There's so much to do. Um, so there's just sometimes there's just not time. Uh, tomorrow, I think, is Anthony Daniel. So I'm going to try and check that out. You know, that guy loves to chat. So we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. Um, 
let's see what else happened today um honestly that's pretty much it i spent a lot of my time meeting new people um i talked to some people about books i talked to some people about marvel and of course star wars but i met people all over and also had someone approach me about a possible business venture a partnership which was very interesting i didn't expect it but that's kind of cool uh maybe it'll go somewhere maybe it won't who knows um yeah met met so many people today i also ran into more people that i know which is crazy um because there's so many people there yet you run into people you know it's just it's great it's i love it it's wonderful um as i mentioned yesterday it was kind of a rough first day because it's very unorganized it's very disarrayed don't know where everything is and it was my first time and today was a lot better i didn't get there at six in the morning like i did yesterday i actually got there around 10 and i hung out in the front instead of wait for waiting that long line i actually waited until they let those people in and then i just walked through the front door no problem no issue at all uh so it's a lot easier to do it that way um again i'm going back tomorrow and you know, I'm going to do more videos and talk about the panels there. But look, celebration day two was a lot better than day one. I will say that. So before I go on and listen to what you guys are saying in the chat, I'm going to go ahead and take the time now and do a reaction to the Jedi Fallen Order 2 teaser that just dropped. So let me pull it up on my screen here and you guys can let me know which screen you would prefer. How about that? Does that look okay? I think that looks good. Okay, we'll do it like this. We'll do a reaction. Okay, so this is the Jedi, the Fallen Order 2. I don't know if you'll hear the audio or not. And if you don't, honestly, it's probably better because then I don't get copyright. So let me play this video and let's see. Let's check it out. I'm, I'm, I love the first game. I really did. And I'm really pumped for the second one too. I'm a little nervous because it seems like it was kind of fast-tracked. But... I hope not. I thought the first game was brilliant. There was a bunch of coding errors, a bunch of resolution errors, and sometimes the um, the the gameplay, the the UI, it just wasn't very friendly. But that might also be because I'm playing it on Xbox. I don't know. Okay, so let's check out this trailer for Jedi Fallen Order Two. Underwater? Are we going underwater? Oh, there's probably not going to be much footage, is there? It looks really good, but that might just be a cinematic. Wait, no. Was that the Grand Inquisitor? Oh, wait, who is that? It is. He, oh, oh, that's actually really cool. Is that Vader in the bath of the tank? No, it's somebody else. BD. Huh. Survivor. Okay. Okay, first of all, first of all, that is a great title. 
Um, that's an excellent title for this. I'm so glad they didn't just say Jedi Fallen Order 2 because, to be honest with you, that would <laughs> that would be kind of shitty. Um, I love the title. Uh, I think it's a great title. It, um, I'm a little confused about what where it's going to go story-wise, which probably isn't a big deal to most of you because we just want to play a game, play a good game. And I think it'll have that. I think it'll have great puzzles and good open world. And, you know, we'll get new planets now, I think, I hope. Um, not just the same four planets you can go to. We'll probably get more. It'll be really cool if they are able to, I don't know if they could pull this off, but if they're able to hybridize Fallen Order and Survivor, where you can visit the old maps, but still go to new ones in the newer game. Um that might be impossible. I don't really understand game DLC, that kind of stuff, but who knows? We'll have to wait and see. I think it looks cool. Grand Inquisitor. Look, they're, they're really loving the Inquisitors right now with Obi-Wan and uh, of course the original Fallen Order. So I'm pumped. I can't wait to play it again. The first one was really good. Uh, I think it, it was, it was an okay trailer. The graphics look significantly better, but again, that's just cinematic and it might've just been rendered for a trailer. So who knows? I'm most excited to see gameplay, but we're probably not even going to get that for over another year. You know, I don't I think this game is probably did it say when it's going to come out? I don't think it did. Let me check and see. Wait, coming. 2023. OK, so it'll probably be December of next year. It's actually coming really quick if you think about it, because when did Fallen Order come out? That came out in um 2019 i think they actually they did this game really quickly i'm kind of shocked well good for them i'm pumped about it what do you guys think let me know in the comments or in the chat um by the way guys you know if you're new here consider subscribing we do videos all the time live episodes coming back obi-wan kenobi breakdowns and other fun videos too if you want to check it out and then also we're on spotify apple amazon stitcher anywhere you find podcasts or listen to them we're there and please subscribe because it helps out so much too so i'm going to take a look here and see what you guys are saying in the chat um robin says it's taking me under <laughs> reference to um okay for the audio listeners she said it's, it's taking me underwater uh, i think that was a reference to the movie called underwater and in the trailer the one of the actors is just like it's pulling me underwater it was just so funny because he said the title of the movie and it was just so cheesy, but okay, whatever. Um, Sith Carabar says the production value is miles above Book of Boba Fett. I think you're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the, yeah, so the re... Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Obi-Wan Kenobi, we ha we'll have to do live Obi-Wan Kenobi chat discussions because I'm really curious to hear what you guys say about this show. So I, the reason why it looks like it has a way better production value to it is the fact that Deborah Chow, it's the way she's shooting this, the way she is composing sh or compositing shots, because you notice this series has a lot of exposition shots or master shots showing, showing the land, showing sweeping wide shots. Um, I mean, think about the first shot we see of Moss, uh espa it's or yeah moss espa it's this massive wide shot and you see the entire town from one frame 
from a left frame to right frame. And it's, it's very, it gives it this grander feel. And I don't know how they're honestly shooting this because the volume kind of makes things feel really small and condensed, especially Mandalorian season one. They're getting better, but I think what they might be doing is actually just using part of the frame of the volume and then applying a another layer of background behind it in post-production, if that makes any sense at all. But I agree. The production value of Obi-Wan Kenobi looks way better than any of the other shows. And uh, this is kind of off topic, but Andor, it, it kind of looks like Andor is going to be along the same lines but that's because andor was shot on location and the only reason andor was shot on location is because they were using the volume at the time to do obi-wan kenobi <laughs> to be uh, to be frank i really wish they used live action for obi-wan kenobi because i think it deserves the on location service to it because it's a legacy character and a very important story to tell but that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> Um, but thanks for pointing that out, Josh. Appreciate it. Um, Merck says, I just got done watching Obi-Wan. I hope you enjoyed it, man. I really loved it. And, oh, he says, I really did not like how the 501st clone was begging for money. In Legends, the 501st still worked for Vader, but I did find it funny at least. I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it uh, un unattractive either. It was just kind of a moment. I, I actually, I have no feelings towards that scene at all <laughs> i was i felt happy tomorrow morrison got a little bit more cash in his pocket that was one thing that um tomorrow morrison and daniel logan were talking about at the panel those two need a panel for just themselves i'm telling you they are really entertaining together they have a great bond but one of the things they kept uh bickering about was um, Daniel kept saying, I can't believe you got to play Boba Fett more than me. I was Boba Fett first. And they would like kid back and forth about that. And for some of the moments during the panel, those two would just rant at each other and make fun of each other. And no one else got a chance to talk. Those two are hilarious. Unfortunately, I don't think I took any video of them because I was so focused on Hayden and Ewan. Um, but at some point, I'll have to share more stories about what they talked about because that was entertaining all on its own. Sith Care Bear says, my issue with uh, Book of Boba Fett was the fact that everything looks so clean like it's a well-made fan film. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it was also the tone. Book of Boba Fett, I, I really don't know. Because if you look at the Mandalorian episode, episode five, was it? And also the episode of Luke Skywalker. Those were completely different tones. It was not the same show. And I think John Favreau kind of took the reins on those with Bryce Dallas Howard and whoever else directed oh, Dave Filoni. I think they kind of did their own separate production on the side with those two episodes, which is why it stuck out a little bit differently. But yeah, the show Book of Boba Fett, uh, the more uh, as time passes, I... I like it less and less, which is kind of a shame. Um, also, the streets in Book of Boba Fett were too empty. It didn't look lived in. I can see that. Uh, I can see that a lot. Um, Robin says it sounds so fun. It was fun. 
The two Mando episodes look much better. The two Mando episodes look... Okay, so I could say that. So the Mandalorian. So we're getting a major Mandalorian Season 3 update tomorrow. A major update on Mandalorian tomorrow. Um, we actually already did see footage. And someone leaked it online this morning. And Disney immediately got it down. How crazy is that? Disney is watching like a hawk. And after that incident, the security doubled in the auditoriums. So for those of you that don't know what goes on. So whenever they show like um, advanced exclusive stuff for the uh, for the panels, security walks down the aisles and covers all the rows and watches everybody to make sure they're not recording. And if you're recording, you're kicked out. Um, so as you can imagine, no one was recording today on like the exclusive content. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a major Mandalorian event tomorrow, which I doubt I'm going to be able to get inside of, but if I can, that would be great. And then also tomorrow, what I'm doing is I am walking through the Mandalorian experience, which I'm allowed to film and take photos of, and it's all the sets from the Mandalorian. They brought them to Anaheim and they also brought all the costumes. So they have like, they have frog lady there. They have, um, the, the bounty hunters there, uh, the costumes. It's everything from the Mandalorian. They brought it all. They actually filled a separate auditorium filled with that stuff. So I'm going to check that out. The woman I was seated next to in the panel today said that she went, she went in the morning and, John Favreau was actually walking on the floor at, just casually and no one was interrupting him or stopping him. He was just casually walking through the exhibit and she was able to get a photo with him. It was, it was like, how did you, how did you do that? Um, so that's what I'm doing tomorrow. So tomorrow is Anthony Daniels, uh, the book of Boba Fett with John Favreau and Dave Filoni and probably Bryce Dallas Howard. And then also, the Mandalorian experience and a bunch of other stuff too. Um, but we'll, we'll find out more tomorrow. I haven't really looked at the full schedule. So honestly, that's it. That's all that happened today. I'm, I'm really tired, which is why I'm going to kind of cut it short today. It was a long day, a lot of walking. There's so many stairs in this place. It's, it's insane. Um, I'm going to upload some more videos of the panels that I went to today online. So you can watch it. Um, I'm kind of shocked no one else has been uploading them to YouTube, but I'm also really shocked that no one's been watching my, the videos I uploaded to YouTube because that's like stuff that's no one's looking at and it's there. It's cool stuff. Um, again, I just uploaded the video of Obi-Wan Kenobi sharing a fart story on Attack of the Clones and it's pretty funny. So I would check that out. It's it's my most recent video, but guys, that's the show for today. Um I'm going to go get ready to go to sleep, honestly, because I'm so exhausted. Um, but thanks for watching today's episode. I, and again, if you are watching the show or listening to the audio and you're someone that I met today, reach out to me on Instagram at hauntalksfirst and let me know you're watching the show. Let me know how your day went the rest of your day. Maybe we can link up tomorrow too and do some more stuff, do some more Star Wars stuff. Um, 
yeah, guys, subscribe, like the video, helps out so much. Check out other episodes. That is the wrong screen. <laughs> Again, I'm telling you, I'm really tired. Uh, but yeah, that's the show today. Thank you guys for watching. And now, my friends, somehow, some way, somewhere, this week, may the force be with you. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first.